Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, tonight we have our party for the Ratbeak campaign, including our Barbarian. Ahanzi, played by Melanie. Our fighter with no levels in Paladin. Uh, that would be Becky, played by Tyler. Our Paladin with levels in Fighter. Torin, played by James. Our Cleric. Masami, played by Katie. And our warlock. Please play Thistle. So, when we last left off, the party was on a last big heist gig for the boss. They had been sent into the fourth ward of the great city of Yal to kill uh, the boss's dad. Because he had apparently uh, made an attempt to kill the boss, and the boss didn't sit well with that. So our party has just taken a night in at a place called the Sleepy Badger and are primed with some clairvoyant knowledge given to them by the Mama Cass diviner um, that uh, at midday, their target should be particularly... Undefended. So it's a fresh morning. We wait. Uh, did we want to prepare or do any reconnaissance or? I'm worried that. I'm sorry. Reconnaissance is probably a good idea. Yeah, I'm just worried that, um, you know, we'll do something to, like, fuck it up and, I guess, spook him, and then he will be more defended when the time comes. The biggest issue is what we got told is if he sees us, it, it'll alter it. Yeah. We kind of just have to take it on faith that when we act at the right around midday, we'll be able to uh, get the jump on him. Yeah, I think we should just wait. So if that's the case, what preparation do you all take? I take a nap. <laughs> uh, we just woke up. Too bad. Okay. Um, you know, too much months. sleep can make you feel shittier than you were before. I mean, yeah, I woke up at like 7.03, uh, you know, half an hour ago. So <laughs> I know that feeling. What is the one that lasts for eight hours? That's the one I need. Which one? I'm preparing spells and fussing through stuff. Um, gotcha. I don't have any of that nonsense to do. Becky's <laughs> going to do a very thorough equipment check. Make sure all of his arrow or all of his bolts, rather, are, you know, sturdy and straight. Make sure his uh, knife is very, very sharp. Um, and just uh, prepare himself as much as he can mentally. I'm going to go ahead and cast hmm? aid. Yeah. Okay. Second level on <laughs> Thistle, Hanzi, and Becky. Yes. What are you okay. casting on them again? Aid. Aid. What does that do? You, uh, your spell bolters are your allies' toughness and resolve. Choose the three creatures within range. Each target's hit points maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration. It lasts eight hours. 
So extra five max or ten hit points. Oh no, because your your maximum hit points go up by five. Ooh. So you basically yeah. have five more hit points now than you normally would. But in, it's, it's important to distinct that it's different than temporary yeah. hit points. Your, yes. your maximum is increased, so when you take healing, you can heal back up to that. Heal back up to ah, the increased okay. amount. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Okay. I think that's Any the only other... long rain and long lasting ones that I can really do this far out. Do we want to make any plan? So we know that he's going to be in his room, right? Yeah. I believe you guys were shown a room in the brothel that he would be in. Okay. Um do we want to make any kind of plans for, like, you know, Casey jumps out of a window, or Casey, I don't know. I mean, the problem is, is that we only know where he'll be at midday. We don't know where he is right now. I'm just saying, like, if if we do, do we <laughs> do we want to do any kind of like outside reconnaissance just to look at the building? No, because if he looks out the window. Then he sees us, and that could fuck everything up. Does anybody have something that can change their appearance? Uh, yeah, and I have invisibility. <laughs> All right. Um. Sure. Okay. Uh. If you could, uh, if you could invisible over there, and then draw a fairly detailed map of the outside, that'd be wonderful. Sure. And then we should even have time for me to like take a short rest after that, so I can get that spell back. Yeah, and it's seven thirty. Got time to be productive. <laughs> well, do that. Preparing all the spells. Preparing all the spells. Yeah. So casting this ability on myself. Goodbye. You do not see me. Bye. <laughs> all right. So you go out of the tavern. Give me a stealth check. Ooh. Okay. Um, please don't fuck this up, please. Oh, I don't have anything in stealth. That's dex. Oh, plus one. Okay. 14. Okay. Um. So, you go outside, and you feel like, you know, you're sort of amongst the crowd. Uh, and no one seems to be clearly paying you much mind. Um, So, across the street is the brothel, and there's, you know, someone watching the door. Um, And then... There's the entrance. On the left side of the... Let me just give you... um, Like your street layout here in a sec. Yes. Um, Okay, yeah, that'll... 
And then any like alley out back or the side or anything? Yeah, like I said, let me let me let me get through this. Okay. Um and then we can talk about what we're looking at here. Alright, so here is a street view of uh where you are. You're right in the top middle of the green building that's the in that you stayed at. The red building is the brothel. There's the pink building on the right side uh, with a rather sizable alleyway, sort of access rather than an alley. And then on the left of the, like, to the blue building, that is an alleyway that's only a few feet, like five feet wide. Whereas the access is like 10, 15 feet wide. Okay. Um, I mean, I want to go down one of them uh, and just check out the back, too. So, which one do you go? Um, I mean, I'll eventually want to go down both. So, like, to get to the back, I'll go down the access way, and then to come back out to the street, I'll go down the alley. Okay. So, you um, go down the access, and you discover that the brothel and the pink building have side doors on the access. The access door to the pink building seems to be um, some manner of like, uh, like stock door. Whereas the, the access door to the brothel is just locked. It's a, locked door of some kind and in specificity there seems to be no outside like knob or bar or anything it, okay. it's just essentially a metal wall with hinges yeah and a, and a visor plate that is closed okay so let me give you an update can i tell what is what the pink building is? Yeah, it seems to be some kind of, uh, like, grocer. Grocer, you said? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, you know, so keep going around and then just loop out the other way. Alright. Uh, give me another stack check. Stealth check. Another stealth check? Okay. Advantage. 17. So <clears throat> you're in um, like a 20 foot wide uh, access channel between the buildings that you're in the back of and the other block that's facing the other way. Uh, and there's clearly a drainage channel in this access. Uh, what was your role? 17. Okay. So there is a couple of people on the backside of the brothel in the access. And they seem to have not noticed you. Um, and so you've, you know, been walking along the access. And uh, 
they seem to be talking about the brothel and are clearly people that work for the building, but judging by their attire, they're service staff. They don't seem to be the entertainment, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I want to listen in, see if I can get any information from them. You know, obviously not talking to them, um, but just hopefully, like, now is the time they decide to complain about their boss and lay right. out his personal details. <laughs> so, why don't you give me a investigation check, or a perception check, rather. Do you investigation instead? No. Mm. Fuck. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. Alright. So, they seem to be talking in, like, a really thick accent that you can't quite parse that well, even though you can hear it pretty clearly. Um, and you catch yourself from sort of getting too close or slipping while trying to pay attention to their words rather than your footing. And you almost make noise that would startle them when you stop yourself and sort of take a few steps back and center yourself. But uh, it's at this point that uh, the two of them begin to walk towards you and uh, what do you do? Uh, I mean, do I have enough room to, like, move? Like I said, you're in a rectangular, sorry, you're in a access that's, like, 20 feet wide, so, yeah. Yeah, so I'll just move off to the side. Alright, give me a stealth check. Uh, four. So, you kind of get caught off guard by their movements. Um, you weren't really ready for them to come your way. So you take a quick sidestep and trip on the, uh, little like drainage divot in the middle of the access. Make an acrobatics skill check. Twelve. <laughs> um, can I so quickly... Like, as I kind of, you know, feel myself tripping, can I cast Tensor's Floating Disc so that I can, um, like, stay on that and, and not have to worry about any You will become uninvisible. Really? Okay. If you so, cast a spell, you lose invisibility. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. But no, I don't want to do that. Alright, and that's your guys' freebie for the night. Um, so yeah, you just sort of fall onto the concrete and uh, sorry, and onto the cobbled stone access and the two men stop and like look around and they like look right in your general direction and you can see one of them has drawn a blackjack. What's a blackjack? Um, imagine a small, like six to eight inch entirely like leather club except the the head of the club is generally filled with like metal weights they hurt a lot um but they don't they obviously don't see you but like 
They're clearly alerted to your presence. Just like stay on the ground as still as possible so that I don't make any more noise. Unless they seem like they're gonna, you know, start coming over and investigating. Uh, the two of them begin to speak in Orcish. Do you understand that language? No? Nope. Um, so you can't really understand, but they seem to be on guard. And so they put their backs to one another and sort of slowly creep uh, together um, until they turn the corner that you came from. Well, I, I still want to give it, you know, a, a little bit of time um, just in case they're going to do the whole, like, pop out, um, see if they catch anything. Okay. You, you wait a good minute. How long does your spell last, Thistle? Invisibility? I'm sorry? How long, How long does, does your, your invisibility last? last? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> it lasts an hour. So I don't imagine I'll be staying out here past an hour. Um... Yeah, you know, once I wait, you know, a minute or two, then I'll, you know, kind of quietly get back up and I can make another stealth roll if you need me to. Um, yeah. That's better. Uh, plus one, another 16. All right, so you get yourself together. Um, and there's no small amount of, like, gray water that's gotten on you. Yes. Um, but you continue to creep along the back side of the building. Yeah. And you... Uh, what's your passive perception? Ten. You see that there is a small... Uh, like, dumbwaiter hatch-like thing near the back left corner of the building. Okay. Um, so, like, a dumbwaiter big enough to just, like, hold a basket of stuff, or, like, like big enough to hold a person, or... Like, big enough to hold a gnome or a halfling, maybe, but not big enough to hold a full person, and definitely not big enough for a Hanzi to get into. But probably big enough for a goblin to be in. Okay, well, that is good to know. I will try to remember to give Becky points for mentioning, like, maybe he's going to go out the window because he could just go out this dumbwaiter. Um, where is it Where is it at? Like, is it currently, um, you know, lined up on the ground or lined up uh, above ground? It's, it's, it's above the ground. It's probably about four or five feet off the ground at the bottom of it. Okay, but not lined up with, like, a window up top or anything. No, in fact, there are no windows on the back of the building whatsoever. Interesting. What's the point of having a dumbwaiter out back, then? I mean, it's a brothel. Why would there be windows? Why would there be a dumbwaiter? I know. (laughs) 
Um, okay, well, I'll just, you know, keep that in mind, and then, um, you want to go back down the alley. So, you come to the threshold between the access and the alley. So, in that latest picture, you're kind of, like, right there at that little pseudo corner. Yeah. Um, and you can see that even though you can stand you know, shoulders wide through here. Um, most full-size people would probably have to squeeze through here. And again, a Hanzi would definitely have to squeeze to get through here. Okay. Um, but you feel like you could walk through just fine. I think so. All right, you get about a third of the way. And give me a stealth check. 14. So this alleyway is quite clean, actually. Uh, quite well kept. But there is a single pile of refuse about another third of the way down the access or about down the alleyway ahead of you. Um, and... You're not really sure, but you're pretty sure you saw it move. Yeah. Uh. Well, I don't want to fuck with it. Uh. You know, I'm just really paranoid about, like, ruining this. So I'm going to go, that's weird. Must be, like, rats or something. And I'm just going to you know, kind of keep an eye on it, but... You know, try to slink by. Okay. Um, give me another stealth check. Jesus. Nine. So, you sort of creep around the refuse pile, and then a dirty hand reaches out and grabs you by the ankle. Yeah. And you hear a sort of voice go, you can't sneak past me. Um, okay. Uh, da, da, da. um, I want to do your mask of many faces. Um, the only two voices I have aren't that helpful right now. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be Mesotomi, the beholder. Um, and I'm going to go, I have business here. You best let me be. Uh, so are you just imitating the voice? Yep. Okay. Still invisible. Um, are you? I should be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Never mind. Um, yeah, actress is the thing she can do. Right. That's not a spell. Um, yes, so... The hand recoils into the brush, uh, and you see a small, dirty face sort of peer out of the refuse and, like, look left and right and up and down and just sort of confusedly scurry away down the way you came. Cool. <laughs> I've wanted to be Miss Tommy this whole time. Um... I'm glad that works. Uh, 
so he's, he's gone? There's nobody else in the alley? No, not that you've seen. Alright, well, I'm still visible, so I want to just take a look in the, the trash pile, um, you know, see if there's anything there that is helpful. This guy was, was sleeping off to the side, so, you know, I mean, maybe... There's some partially eaten food. There's a small, like, potato sack with some small personal belongings in it, like a pocket knife and, you know, a whetstone, some simple tools. But In that potato sack, I am going to leave five gold and two days rations for him. Okay. I'm the alley fairy. <laughs> so do you keep going back towards the street? Yep. Yep, I, I think my reconnaissance is done at this point. I want to, um, you know, head back to, uh, to where the rest of the party is. Are you staying invisible at this point? Uh, um, I want to come out from the alley invisible. Um. Okay, so when wait. you do that. Okay. Um. You hear a semi-familiar, a semi-familiar female voice, and the pommel of a dagger taps on your sh right shoulder. Oh dear! And you hear. I thought I told you and your group to not go causing trouble in my ward. Put my hands up. No trouble to be found here. In fact, I just did um, one of the most, uh, say, like, needy and, and, and desperate and despondent person in your ward. I just did them a big favor. So, uh, at that, the captain of the fourth ward's guard sort of walks up past you. And uh, she sort of opens her left eye a little wider and pinches her right eye shut. And you can see the nature of her left eye takes a feline look. Cool. Uh, and gently glows green. And she says, make no mistake, Missy, I can see you. And don't push my buttons or try to play on my morality that you clearly lack. Yes, ma'am. She points to one of the guards that's patrolling the street. And uh, she just says to you, I'm going to keep a couple of my boys on this block for the rest of the day. Don't make me regret having to do that. And with that, she walks past you again, but into the alley, and the second her armor and her visage touches shadows, she disappears. Yeah. Okay. You are still invisible. Yeah. Um, 
how busy is the street in between the alley and the inn? Uh, semi. I mean, as busy it was a few minutes ago when you came through there the first time. Okay. Um, I don't want to just, like, pop out of the alley because I'm scared that somebody will see that, but I also don't want to try to invisibly go into the inn. Um... I'm going to, you know, like, duck down, kind of pretend to tie my shoes right at the, like, the, the mouth of the alley. Um, and, uh, you know, drop my invisibility, um, you know, cast dis- Disguise Self um, as just, like, the most nondescript and mousy-looking human woman that, that you could think of. Um, and... You know, once my my shoe is tied, I'll I'll get up and then just kind of, you know, scurry. Um, And I'm not going to make, like, a direct beeline across the street. I'll, like, go down a little bit to the blue building, um, you know, window shop for a second. And then, you know, go across the street, look at whatever the green, whatever the gray building next to the green one is. um, Mm -hmm. And then eventually make my way back into the inn. All right. Give me a stealth. Could I do deception instead? Because oh, I'm sorry. not trying to be... Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Cool. Because I got a plus six on that. Fuck yeah, 19 plus six. Um, 25. 25. All right, so, yeah, you do what you described um, and return into the inn. Okay. Yeah, go up, tell everybody. So, I got good news and bad news. Uh, okay. What good news do you get? Uh, I found the brothel. And... Okay, we knew where it was. <laughs> um, and I did I did my good deed for the day. That was my very good news. Okay. In the not so good news, uh, remember that not too happy shadow guard lady who was kind of mean. The one who sealed things onto our hands. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do remember her. Why are you asking? Because I don't think it's going to be her, but some of her folks are going to be patrolling the street to make sure nothing happens. Oh, and good. Why? We have, we have literally not done any kind of law-breaking since we got here. What I said! So... Well, fuck. But the dude's dad didn't see me. That we know of. Now let's just hope the extra guard presence doesn't deter him from going into the brothel. Yeah. At least the guards here seem to be more of the stealth-based than the other ones, right? Am I am I wrong about that? Are you asking me? She specifically, that the the lady specifically is definitely stealth, but. Yeah, I don't think the others are. They don't all have her cool shadow thing. That's all we can do is keep an eye from our window. Or from our side of the street. And hope to God that uh, uh, he isn't deterred. Oh, and I tell him about the dumbwaiter. Okay. Can any of us fit in that? Um... Not from the way she no. it. I even wouldn't be able to fit in it. Even if I like scrunch really small. 
Um, I mean, what are you? A half-elf. I mean, a medium-sized creature could get into the dumbwaiter's, like, chute. But you have no idea if it would support any of your weights. That's fair. So new. Yeah. I'm not. Um, there's two... The, I guess some of the uh, the workers in the brothel, I was really sneaky, they didn't see me. Um, they're orcs, so maybe, uh, you know, look to Jimasami. I don't know. Go use your feminine wiles on them. I think that they Masami are. Masami just straight, not even glares, just like well, deadpan <laughs> stare. Let, let me get this straight. They, they probably see their fair bit of wiles. If they, they literally work, work for a brothel, and you're suggesting I, who has the charisma of a doormat, <laughs> honeypot trap them. <laughs> J- just so we're aware that that's, that's the plan you're pitching. Hey, boys, do you like a girl who's chased? <laughs> <laughs> Not even Chase, just awkward as fuck. But again, they work for a fucking brothel. My point was I was trying to play the religious angle. Oh, fair. I'll give you guys some ankle. Some. Would you like just the tip, gentlemen? The beauty of being your own nun is you get to make your own rules, though. So. <laughs> I don't have anybody really telling me. So, okay. With all that, do you all make any more moves? So, um, I'm gonna actually, go Thistle, do you remember anything of what they said? Even I... if it's in Orcish, could you repeat it and I might be able to translate some of it? Give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, uh me? Yes, if you're going to try uh, and remember. Sure. Um, can I do so with advantage because I do have that actor feat where I can mimic voices? Sure. Yes. <laughs> Good, I needed that. One was it two. Okay. Um, 19. So, just... Thank you. Proficiency in wisdom saving throws. Let me recall. <clears throat> they didn't start talking in Orcish until you tripped, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they were talking in common that was heavily accented until um, until I fell, and then they switched to Orcish. So the Orcish that you repeat to uh, Masami, Masami, you can tell that uh, these are not native Orcish speakers. Um, oh. Because their Orcish is pretty rough that's um, interesting what was the, the race of the two guys uh, I don't think I ever asked that I, I didn't declare them but okay. they weren't orcs alright fair enough um, <laughs> so let's say one of them was a half elf and the other one was a dragonborn alright uh, but yeah, neither of them orcs, and they were saying, shit, if anyone knows that we're 
taking an extra break back here. We could get in some deep shit. <laughs> I will translate with uh, with the. I think this is what they said, but also the accents are a little rough on their part. Their grammar is terrible. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the glottal stops better than that, my dude. All right, so the plan is basically at noon we just walk over there and try to kill him. The the that that's the plan we're getting. I, if we do that, we are not going to walk out of this ward alive. Well, do we just want to give up on this job? No, I don't want to just give up. I don't really want to go to jail, and I also really don't want to go to, you know, death. So, okay, the game plan, what are, what are the things that we need to do for this to go well for us? We need kill. to be able to kill this guy. We need to be able to get back to the door. Without we need to not get stopped by the cops while doing so. Without alerting the guards, and none of us are stealthy. <sighs> yeah. Most get, of us are the boss, exact opposite of stealthy. Boss said that he would give, he would get us out of Rapik if we killed his dad. He seemed very emotional about, about Does that mean bailing us out of jail and stopping the guards from killing us on sight? I don't know. I would imagine not. Yeah. I imagine if we if we could find some way of contacting him from jail that he could help us, maybe. Can we refresh my memory, it's just been such a long time. What exactly was the deal we struck with her when she marked us? That you would do what it is you came here to do, but cause no additional trouble. Right. So we basically got the okay, we can kill this one guy as long as we don't also do something else that's bad. Oh, well then let's kill the fucker. That's what I, I thought it was something to that effect. We're like, we got it's okay for us to kill him. We just can't cause other problems. We can't steal anything extra. We can't, you know have collateral damage, we have to limit it to just the guy we need to kill. I thought that it was like, a, uh, don't do not do any kind of crime at all in my town. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I misunderstood it in the same way. <laughs> well, alright. Well, but if that's the case, then... I mean, this is to get yelled at for just being invisible in a street, so like... I mean, could be suspect that she's about to steal something... Opposite. So. I gave money away. I mean, that's not to say that it, there isn't risk, but you also spooked a beggar. So. Becky sits down, and starts sharpening. Beggar did start it, though. I mean, it's true. I've got to be honest. If something made a noise in front of me, in front of my house, I'd probably be a little alarmed too. Well, maybe don't sleep in an alley. Maybe they don't just have get a house. Just, yeah, <laughs> fucking don't be poor. Just, just, just let me cake. Yep. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> Becky well, sits down and sharpens his knife until eleven fifty-five. Is it so? The dumb waiter. Do we think that that's a good way in? Not. No. Nope. <laughs> None of us fit in it. <laughs> We are all way too big. It's a thing to be concerned about if he tries to make an escape, 
but it'd be worth going and sabotage not necessarily sabotaging but like dragging a dumpster in front of it i think we should be mindful of it but i don't think we need to yeah i think that like sabotaging it or doing anything else to it that could be the ammunition the guard needs to be like hey you fucked up with you know you fucked with this town yeah well, here's the thing. I'm not thinking necessarily of, like, breaking the dumbwaiter. I'm thinking of, like, literally, like, moving, like, Looney Tunes style, like, moving something in front of it so he tries to run out and runs into something. So It's not that, damaging property. It's just if you're trying to run through a dumbwaiter like a dumbass. That's not an easy thing to do in the middle of the day without being seen. Yeah. By someone. Or making noise. Wait. I think we wait for 11.55 and then we just go over there and kill him. So, who's going to pretend to be looking for a hooker to get us in the door? Well, since you, um, since you volunteered yourself. Or. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so. Do we need to look for a hooker to get in the door? I mean, it is uh, a place of business, and if we don't have business there, then they're probably not going to want to let us in. Yeah, you know, I'll tell them about the, the side door, um, with... Uh, you know, no, no visible handle on the side. Um, you know, so I'll tell them that that could just be like the service door, and then the the fake orcs, you know, had to knock to let someone in the kitchen or something let him back in. But I don't know if I even got a look at the front of the brothel. That was probably kind of dumb of me. I we can like see it from our window though, right? Do people just yeah. walk in and out of there, or do they do any you know knock and then a sliding thing opens on a door? No, it, I mean, it's it's a legal business, so... We also have a pamphlet of, like, hey, mm-hmm. we somebody ran, some weird guy yesterday hand is this, and we figured we'd check it out. <laughs> I still have it. Yeah. Yeah, that can work. So, it's oh. about a half hour before midday. Oh, boy. When, um... Up from the right side of the street, or from right... If you look down the street to the right, uh, comes a orc group. Sorry. No. Um, a orc sort of... Uh... Horde? Jeez. Dang. That's that a seems- little... Yeah, I was say like he's like we're not a it's horde. A little orc racist, but posse. <laughs> no, yeah, posse is the word. It's like four or sore or sore, four or so, <laughs> rather uh, athletic-looking orcish men, and in the middle of them is a sort of very well-dressed uh, rings on his fingers. Goblin. Hey, and, uh, guys. Maybe be a little more something. No, okay. We're in our bedroom. Okay, uh, so we know where he's going in, I'm assuming. Yeah, so as he walks up um, to the door, you know, one of the orcs steps to the side and opens the door. The, the three orcs and the boss or the goblin goes in. And, uh, yeah, and then the, that fourth orc stays outside. So, okay. 
he clearly has friends. Do these uh, say, bodyguards? Yeah, the, do these orcs look like bodyguards? Like how? Like okay. The one that's outside the door now looks like a bouncer. Okay. And the three that went in don't look that much different. All right. Are the I'm trying to figure out whether or not like these are employees of the establishment or employees of the goblin. Right. I don't know that we'd be able to discern that from up here. Um, That's fair. Nothing to say that they aren't also what, one of the same. Have name tags? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> they all right. have numbers on the back of their jackets <laughs> and job descriptions. Amazing. Um, it's like yeah, that person their, that got kicked out of a Best Buy for profile. going in wearing a, uh, <laughs> a blue polo and khakis. Jeez. Oh dear. Um. <laughs> well. How long do you think we should wait, and what do you think we should do? I think it's someone, safe for us to go inside, at least. Someone could maybe go wait in that back alley area. Ideally, somebody guys. who. But we don't. I don't want to split the party necessarily like that. Unless the plan is to spook them out. Well, half the problem lies in if. If he is gonna attempt to use the dumb waiter to get out later, if nobody's out here to stop him, he's gone because we can't. That's why I wanted to move something in front of it that way it's just blocked. Just plug up the back, plug up the exit. The problem is that might have been perceived as causing trouble. Yeah, this man almost got arrested for putting money into a homeless man's pocket. She got bothered by walking around invisible. Like yeah, she was suspicious. It's suspicious. It's not against okay. the law. Okay. Let me law. let me let me put it this way. It's shady as all hell. Yeah. Being creepy in a crime. <laughs> it, it's which is why crime. she wasn't arrested. Ooh. Right. Maybe I just didn't want anybody to think that I was a hooker. <laughs> or maybe that I would have honestly made the case of like, look, I, I, you've seen how friendly we can be with people. I think it's better off if people don't see me because that way I don't cause trouble, problems. Because I'm, yeah. The less right. people see me, the less people want to kill me. It's problem uh, solved. Because she definitely read yourself. as a person who would like take that argument to <laughs> to heart. Yeah. <laughs> this is a woman who would rather shoot first and ask questions later. All right, she doesn't care about any constitutional rights. She has low crime because she is overly, ridiculously strict on right, crime. Right, right, Judge Red, got it. True. Uh, all right. So, do you guys make your move? Do we want to attempt to plug the back or not? No, I think that's going to alert the guards yeah. that are going to be keeping an eye out for anything weird going on. Yeah, Just at this point, try if and go to the club. Out front, then they'll see us try to go down the back. So. Right, and they're going to probably follow or have someone come check on it. So best thing is at this point just to go through the front door and try and head upstairs. Oh, did I was I able to get a short rest in between coming back and Sure. Cool. Sorry, I just want that second level spell slot back. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Alright, so Yes. Alright. I I think we just have to go through the front door, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go through the front. We got we have a we have a pamphlet. Yep. <laughs> we have a pamphlet. 
We are just humble tourists. We're like fucking Lilu in goddamn. Ugh. We're just holding multipass. Up fucking multipass. <laughs> this is our pass. reason for being here, guys. This is fine. <laughs> Don't kill <All> right. us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Oh, dear. This is the interior view. So, you guys walk up to the door that I didn't put on there. So, give me a sec. I swear I'm good at this. <laughs> this is how I picture us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yep. it's, it's fine. I have a permit. Put in a image of the Parks and Rec scene where Ron Swanson says, not to worry, I have a permit. And he hands a paper and it just says, I do what I want, Ron. <laughs> I so, use that uh, so often. It's good. <laughs> Alright, so you guys walk up and... Uh, the orc sort of slides a step over to the door and goes, can't come in. Uh, but we have a, and I'm just going to do my best tourist impersonation with the pamphlet. And yeah. be like, I, we were told to, the strange man gave this to us. And, and we can't leave the, the great city of Yao without seeing. Help me. <laughs> He's like, I got orders to stand here. Can't come in. Did someone rent out the entire place? Yeah, but holy shit. I didn't get paid to know the answer to that question. How much did you not get paid? More than you got. Are you sure about that? He like rolls his shoulders and sort of like crosses his arms across his chest and goes, Listen, maybe you do got a lot of money. I don't know you. I don't know you people. But I got paid a lot of money to stand in front of this door, like I do every day. Well, whenever I do. <laughs> right. Kenny Understandable. Moment, I'm like, do I want to establish having a Thursday, Friday, like week? So <laughs> I couldn't exactly, enter. Exactly what the fuck that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Do I want to make this world building canon? No, I do not. <laughs> so. 500, 1,000, 1,500 gold. I know that would buy me in. Man. And he sort of like looks down the street where they, the, the direction they came from. And uh, one of the members of the guard approaches the group. And uh, they sort of stamp their foot when they salute. And they say, Citizen, are you attempting to provide your Patronage to this business? Talking to you, Torn. Uh, yes. And then the guard sort of turns and looks to the orc and goes, Are you preventing this? And the orc sort of like rolls his eyes really sarcastically and is like, Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm afraid that's against the law. So either step aside and let them give their money to the patronage of the fourth ward, or... I will be forced to arrest you, and then they'll do so anyway. It is your choice. Orc just says, man, you must be fucking new. You don't know who you're fucking with. And he steps to the side. And the guard just sort of gives you all a look and a nod. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for your assistance, sir. 
Sorry, of course. Thank you greatly as we enjoy this place. That, don't, you don't? Don't. Don't. The guard just walks away. <laughs> I'm gonna Why are you head inside? But, but as I do, uh, I'm just going to kind of like whisper towards the orc and said, could have gotten paid for this, and then head in. <laughs> yep, I want to whisper to him, have you heard about the the yell alley fairy? Could have paid you a visit. What the? Stop. Why? The orc just sort of grunts a little and gives you all a scowl as you pass by him. I give him my best orcish scowl back. Uh, I'm taller than he is. I'm looking over his head. Becky pushes room. everybody into the freaking building. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I already walked inside. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are in the purple room. The gold bar there is the sort of reception. Um, this yeah. almost looks... I mean, this first room is really quite tame. I mean, there's, you know, a it's couple a of women. Yeah, there's a couple of, uh, uh, well, women of uh, the business. Skanks. Walking around. Prostitutes. That's we can not... just call them prostitutes. Your words, not mine. Uh, Why's it gotta be all women? honest living. Well, because that's who is in the front room. Listen, Ooh. like if you think if you gonna dare think that the way I conduct a brothel in my world is purely like heteronormative, you're fucking high. <laughs> that's true. Uh anywho, so the receptionist receives you all and says, please, you all don't look like you've been here before, so uh, uh, no, how can I be No, a strange man gave us a pamphlet and we're here now. Um, she uh, offers to take the pamphlet. I hand it over. She goes, oh, yes, uh, we passed these out and glad that customers got them. Uh, she hands it back to you and sort of adjusts herself and says, well, if you haven't left well, looked over the pamphlet. Uh, allow me to simply run through what's available. There is an entertainment chamber for non-pleasures of the skin behind me, and she gestures to the double doors behind her. Uh, the faint sound of uh, music can be heard. She gestures to the heavy rosewood doors to her left, your guys' right, the sort of brown square room. She says, that's the group play room uh the rates there are very low um but group what, on got it well and what's on available is whoever's in there including yourself there is two layers to my left past that and she sort of points to what what is that white rectangle there mm -hmm. is a hallway that leads down on the ground floor, and then there's a staircase that leads upstairs. And she says, down, down the hall or up the stairs is several hallways with blue painted doors. In each of those doors is one of our prime 18 entertainers. And you may take a look at the biographies of them that are here, and she sort of slides forward a, a sort of ring-bound tome. I'll grab or, that. Or you can simply uh, pay a lower fee and take a guess at whichever you know door what? you'd like. 
I'm quite picky about my pleasure, so I, I want to make sure that I'm getting exactly what I want and what I pay for. So I think that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take a moment here, flip through. Uh, um, also, if you think I'm, I've got 18, like, no, you're fine. prepared, I, it's not happening. <laughs> I really just want to see if I'm lucky and that, like, one of the options is to buy a old goblin. Uh, I don't think he works here. I am going to look for the uh, woman or person that we saw him with in the clairvoyant vision. While you guys do that, I'm going to ask this lady. Um, just as a, uh, there, was a, there was a gentleman outside the door who was stopping us from coming in. Does he work here? Um, shouldn't be. We wouldn't want to turn anyone away. That makes bad business. I, I think I saw him come in. Uh, he was slightly ahead of us in the, on the road. But yeah, he, he, made, he made means to stop us. The guard was nice enough to uh, allow us entry uh, when, before anything came of it. But I, I think that, I don't know if there's anybody on staff that needs to have a talk with him. She sort of takes a little, like, coyish sort of gesture with her body and says, well, it's good that the guard helped you. We do pay our taxes. Uh, but, well, if he's been already handled by the guard, then there's no need for us to get handsy with him either. But uh, if he does give you trouble again and the guard isn't able to handle the problem, then I can try and get the attention of the missus, and she, I'm sure, will be able to address the issue. Absolutely. I just didn't want, I didn't want anybody else to be unlucky to encounter him should he try it with the next person that comes up and the guard's not around. Fair enough. Uh, I will wait until I hear another issue of it before I bother the missus. She is often unwilling to attend to issues the first time they're brought up, if you understand my meaning. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Management. Yes. She gives sort of a fake smile. <laughs> I know a customer service smile when I fucking see one. Right. Customer service face. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, I'm I'm with definitely looking over uh, the shoulder at the book, trying to see, just as James said, trying to see the woman from the vision. Okay. And... You're quickly able to identify her. And oh. as you sort of look at that one, the woman sort of reaches over and says, I'm afraid she is currently occupied. As well as, and then she gestures to three other um, uh, entertainers. Just a quick question. Uh, as far as how the book is set up, are they basically like room one, two, three, four, so we could get, if we pick the person next to her, the girl would be like the adjoining room? That would be doable, but they're not simply numbered. They're sort of given code words. But like gotcha. every hallway has a theme, so like you pretty quickly pick up on that. Okay, so it it would be doable though to be like, well, how about this one and pick one that would have an adjoining door or at least be nearby. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so I'll do that. I'll pick whatever person that would be available. That would be a, either like a near next door or across the hall or whatever. I'm assuming we're all not going back there. I don't know what the plan is. Uh, I'm making small talk with the receptionist, so making sure no, she likes us. There. Do you try and 
uh, Torin, do you try and like feign or express interest in? Oh, I'll, I'll directly, you know, yeah. The once the spots one up, are they available? Yes, they are. Um, is it just for you or as a group? Because that's a different rate. It depends on what he allows. Well, they don't generally go by a particular uh, handle. Um, they're, well, oh, he's, I, she sort of like slides her fingers over to part of the biography for the person you've selected and points out that they're a doppelganger. I I was referring to, well, to foreign to, in that the sense, yeah. Uh, well, what would the rates be individually and for a group? Well, individually, um, they would probably see you for about thirty gold an hour. For the group, it would probably, well, assuming that it's the entire of you, uh, probably one hundred and twenty an hour. Sure, we could cover that. Get to know each other as a group, guys. Let's. 120 sounds excellent, and I'll put 120 gold on the t- on the counter. Uh, oh, okay. Um, well, very, very, very well. The, <laughs> that will secure you the room. That will secure you the room for the first hour. Uh, they will have a hourglass going. If you touch or manipulate the hourglass at all, they will ask you to leave. So I ask you to not do that. Even if it's an accident, even if you didn't mean to, just understand that's policy here. Um, But when the hourglass is almost over, they'll ask if you're looking to pay another hour. And if you are, then they will take you at their word and mark it so. Uh, And then you'll pay however many additional hours you took when you leave. If you don't leave, rest assured, the Ward 4 guard are almost always near the premises and have no small amount of experience in handling these issues. Of course. Well then, um, let me go ahead and call them, and they'll show you the way. <laughs> and she sort of disappears into the uh, white hallway and returns a moment later with a completely um, formless uh, sort of, how would I describe it? A robed figure who is completely obscured. Um, They're clearly about five and a half feet tall. Um, but other than the very basic, like, humanoid shape, you have no idea what the proportions or look of this person is. They're hooded, uh, and the hood is being worn in such a way where you cannot see their face. Hmm. And they simply say, I heard that it'll be all of you then. Please follow me. I have wonderful things to show you. Okay. Excellent. This is happening. Yep. <laughs> so she 
takes I you have uncomfortable up. with this plan, but you know what? Fine. <laughs> That's what's happening. Katie. Katie's finding this hilarious. Right. She takes you up the stairs and down the second hall and uh, into the middle chamber. Outside the chamber at the end of the hall, the two orcs, much akin to the first one, are standing guard. So we know where three of them are. Well, there was only three. With four. I mm-hmm. thought you said there were four. four. Was outside. Um, I thought there were four then, total and then one stayed outside. Yes. I miscounted them. There was supposed to be one outside and two in here. So. Okay, that works. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, I guess the fourth person was the goblin. And we just that they were all... Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's what happened. So you guys are now in the yellow room. In the middle one there. And the gray one is the one with the two orcs out in front. I am going to give the orc guards a, a big tusky grin and a wave. One of them gives you a look and sort of snirks. Like just... <clears throat> and looks away. Question. Where is the... The dumbwaiter in relation to the gray room. Is the dumbwaiter that little brown square kind of right there? In the top left. So here, let me do this since you've lost track. Yep. The lime green square in the top left is where the dumbwaiter is. Okay. Um, That brown square oh, on that's the, the top door. right. Yeah, yeah. It's the okay. door that you don't see at the end of this hallway because it's on the first floor. Okay. Assumedly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, okay. Uh, as you all enter the not small bedroom with a rather sizable and very comfortable looking bed, the uh, robed being um, doffs their robe in one quick motion. And then standing before you is five individuals in a row. (laughs) Okay. Oh, dear. And one of them is a male human. One of them is a female human. One of them is a dwarf woman. One of them is a gnome male. One of them is a uh, dragonborn male. And then I think that's four, right? Yes. I was not counting. I, I think. <laughs> I think that's five. Human, human man. Yeah. No. Man, human, human woman. woman. Dwarf. Dwarf man. Yeah, that's five. Dwarf woman. Yeah. No male and dragonborn woman, right? Yeah. So uh, they sort of in unison, sort of spread their arms and say, do any of these forms appeal to any of you? Let's go for the gnome. Get some small up and all this big. Uh, I mean, Masami is very pointedly hanging back and being like, I'm good. I'm good. I didn't realize I would be coming back here. So somebody else, go first. Gnome. I think I'd break someone that small the human male uh visual like visibly 
transforms uh, into a yak folk. Okay. <laughs> well, doppelganger. <laughs> the the forms are quite lovely indeed. Uh, but if I'm being honest with you, we actually have pressing business with the gentleman next door. They all, um, all five of them sort of give you like a interested look. And at least one phallus goes soft. I, <laughs> unfortunate, I know. Um, I but this would seem to be the only way that we could arrange a meeting with him. He has been resistant to meet with us, but our business concerns are quite pressing. If um, we, we felt that this was the best opportunity we could... Uh, Interact with him. If we finish up in less than an hour, we'll be back. If the business meeting goes well, we'll come back. All five of them shrug, and uh, four of them uh, sort of dissipate, and the mass uh, sort of falls into the one in the middle. And then in front of you is a doppelganger who just, like, picks up the robe puts it back on and walks over to the side of the room away from the bed and away from the rest of you and sits at a desk and just says, well, then I'm going to keep writing my book then. And if any of you want to do anything, just let me know. Oh, what Thank are you writing? You. Uh, Not the time, Asami. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. Why is it? Why is it not? Why? Okay. <laughs> I assume... Just out of hope for simplicity's sake. But there's no uh, connecting door to the room next door by chance from here for you guys to interact. Is there? Generally not, but if that's what you want to pay 120 gold for, then as long as you don't tell anyone, I don't give a cam. I don't think we'll tell anybody. And so the doppelganger walks past you all across the room with their little book in their, like, tucked under their arm, and uh, they pull away one of the hung tapestries uh, on the wall and reveals a door that could be opened. Well, that's convenient. Perfect. Well, us girls have to look out for each other. That's what I was hoping. Smart. Okay, well, thank you so much. We will hopefully be back very shortly. Everyone ready? Sure. I was going to pour the poison to on the a goblin getting with whatever's happening next door, but... Yeah, actually, can I hear anything happening on the other side of the door? I'm going to regret doing this. You give me a perception check? <laughs> sure. I want to do the same, because I want to wait until like the least convenient Natural moment one. for the I don't want to hear anything. I, I don't. Natural 20 not oh I want to know, because right. if it sounds like, like he's about to finish, that is the time where we barge in. Oh my god. <laughs> I still love how pissed. the narrative there was okay. just so Alright, so here's what happens. <laughs> uh, Masami, you hear nothing. Thistle, you hear the sound of shifting metal. Uh, and the giggles of a woman and the crass uh, huffing and puffing 
of a male voice. Yeah. All right, guys, I think now is the time. Okay. I'm going to... We don't uh, want to just burst in. What? Because screaming would alert his guards, and that would be bad for us. Do we have anything we can quiet the room down with? No. Magic-wise, no. Unfortunately. But... Should one of us go out and distract his guards? Uh, no. Okay. If they, they come in, I want all of us in. But let's see if we can get a bit of a drop on him before we act. I have some tricks that I might be able to use to buy us some, some time to act as well. Um, so I want to do my best to just carefully, you know, open the door so that we can just, like, walk in. All right, give me a stealth. All of us or just him? Whoever's opening the door. So. Uh, I was, so I said I was doing it, so. Uh, 15. Okay. So you do open the door very, very quietly. Uh, and you open the door about a foot. Um, when the door stops as it hits something sturdy and metal. And mm. uh, you hear a voice in Dwarven say, what the blazes? Uh, and then a Rust Dwarf mercenary rips the door the rest they open and says, we got company. Oh, goody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it was worth a shot. I had a feeling he was going to have a Rust Dwarf, man. I was honestly surprised he didn't come in here with one. Yeah, with all Rust Dwarfs, I was ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, is the goblin anywhere in this room that we see? Yeah, I mean, you, you see exactly what you expect to see. It's right. just there's also a Rust Dwarf standing right in front of you on the other side of the door. Do you stand there and watch? Is here's the question though: Does the rust dwarf work for him or her? Him, I don't know. Probably. Do you ask? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and. <laughs> uh, I would like. I would like to shoot the goblin, please. If I, I we're gonna I go onto initiative. So yeah, like, initiative. Just like hold tight. <laughs> oh god, damn it! Uh, cleric initiative. <laughs> oh, I just rolled total crap. It's fine because I'm gonna have everyone roll in the um the Discord. Oh, uh, uh, how do? All you have to do is type. You can also do exclamation roll. Uh, 2d6 plus 4. Oh, yeah. R remember your modifiers. I fucked that up. Oh, that's actually way better than what I rolled on my desk. I'll take it. Just check your spacing there, Melanie. That was me. That's power. <laughs> so... Oh, marginally better. 
I doubled my my roll on D uh, D Beyond. There you go. Three to six. Noise. Oh, sorry. That should be plus three, not plus Wait, one. It's all right. Okay. Oh no! Which one's Becky's? Right. Which one's Hansi's? <laughs> uh, the one with the cat is. The one with Melanie. the cat is mine. <laughs> the one with me is me. Oh no! <laughs> I rolled so much better on my dice. Okay, so <laughs> let me just look at this straight, Becky. You're 15? Uh, no, Becky should be 17. I said plus one. It's supposed to be plus three. I got the oh, characters. Moved up. That's fine. Uh, Ahanzi is seven. seven. Yep. Toron is a six. Yep. Thistle is Oof. 19. Uh, Aha uh, Mas Masami is 19 as well. Yes. My deck goes first is... Now. Yeah. yeah. I have, I have a flat deck, so yeah, okay. you're going first. Oh. Fine. Let me roll the NPCs. Fucking boo. Alright. Not what I would have expected, but what we get. <laughs> Alright, so <clears throat> Thistle, you're first to act. Uh, um I'm just gonna look at the goblin, say, hello, I'm Thistle. You are our boss's father. Prepare to die. And cast Elder's Blast. <laughs> okay. Is there a PHP on the Roll to hit? Yep. Uh, nine plus eight. Not like, not like in it, but like seventeen. Just roll in the thing. Oh, right, right. One D twenty. Oh, not one D twenty. That would be a lot. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. I rolled a twelve. Which probably not gonna do anything. Uh, you hit him. Oh yeah. He's naked. What do you? What do you? <laughs> you you earned this. <laughs> the one thing you undeniably earned is this guy having no AC. Wait, wait. I fucked that up. That was that. What I put in right there should have been my damage. One d ten plus five. Um, well, roll to hit again. Okay. One D twenty plus one. I was right the first time. Why did I doubt myself? I rolled an eighteen to hit him. He gets hit. All right. Now roll damage. Okay. Spoilers: His AC is less than twelve. <laughs> All right. Big damage. damage. All right. The woman screams uh, as you hit him with an Eldritch blast. Yeah. Oh, shush. <laughs> uh, next up is Masami. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and 
cast. I don't want to do anything offensive yet. I'm going to go ahead and cast Beacon of Hope. Okay, and what's that do to who? It is a spell bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range for the duration. Each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saves and regains the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing. I'm going to include the poor woman we just jumped in on on this as well as my entire party. All right. Very very good on you. All right. That's about all. Uh, Yep. And I'm just hanging back and just waiting for shit to really go down. Uh, all right, so now it's the goblin's turn. And he says, do what I pay you for, you fuck. I rolled uh, I rolled 17 initiative. Yes, you did. Okay, mm-hmm. just making sure. Sorry. He has an 18. Okay. There's a number between 19 and 17. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, no, I just failed. Dink. He got excited. It's okay. <laughs> um, so... He's going to say, you know, commanding the Rust Dwarf to do what I pay you for. Boys, they're in the room next door. And then he's going to uh, grab the woman and hoist her in front of him. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> uh, and make an attack on her while doing so. He jabs a needle into her shoulder and she goes limp, unconscious. Okay. Well, fuck him, actually. I mean, she was earlier, but still. Um, do you guys get it? He's a bad person. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> There's a reason. There was an absolute reason why I included her in the Beacon of Hope. All right. Good, and good on you. All right. Now. Becky, go for it. Okay. Um, I would like to go over to the Rust Dwarf. Um, and Hopefully. I would like to... So I have a thing that it can bind someone's hands. Can I bind uh-huh. one of his hands to one of his legs? What is it that you're doing? I've got a... I just bought a, a shiny bit of chain mail called the Chain of Restraining, I think it's called. That's... You literally, like... On action, I can use, it can be used to restrain an enemy's hands. It can be used to grapple a restrained enemy completely. But it does lose my arm. Oh, so what, you're What is like... it called exactly? Chain of restraining. It's something you you, you gave you, me. Yeah, it's one of the things that we bought last time. Oh, okay. The the, the magical hug armor that <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, Sorry. Man. I was like, that doesn't sound like a thing that's real. <laughs> and it's because it's not. I made it up. Um, yeah, you clever. <laughs> so yeah, you can use an action and to do this to him, you have to grapple him. So make okay. a grapple attack. Sure. And that's with a strength mod, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, if only I had that. <laughs> Too bad I don't wear armor. It's <laughs> not terrible. I'm sure it's not good enough for a rust dwarf, though. 13? Afraid not. Yeah. Oof. Didn't think so. Um, but I do have a secondary attack. Um, 
So, fuck it. I'm already made my bed. I'm gonna go ahead and try to lie in it. Uh, I'd like to try to grapple him again, if I can, if I Let may. Me, you know what? That's cheers to you to asking a question that after thousands of hours of dungeon mastering, I I I don't know the answer to that. I'm almost you, positive. You, you can. Basically, a grapple can be attempted anytime you take an attack as part of the attack action. So if you have multiple, you can try it uh, multiple times. Interesting. I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah. Like, it just, it basically, grappling just use it. Oh, actually, hang on. Hang on, hang on. No, Let me yeah. check. Grappling is a special melee attack. Yeah. And if you have the, it like specifically, multi attack, you have, we'll just replace it. Yep. Yep. So just replaces yeah. one of them. So yeah, but it's, right. it's an athletics check versus their athletics or acrobatics. Right. So let's do that. Okay. That's better. Nineteen. That will work. Yay! Oh, shit, you got him. Goodbye, <laughs> armor though. Uh, well. So, so right now I have awful. people are naked here all the time. Take, it yeah. does take an action per the That's item that Kenny put together. You need to roll in the chat. I uh, did not roll in the chat. No. Uh, I, go ahead. I, okay. Uh oh. What? <sighs> go ahead and roll in the chat. Yeah. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Roll one. D. Uh, oh, no! oh, good. <laughs> do you, do you want to know what's hilarious, though? Did you roll a three? Did you roll a no, three? No, no, you still got him. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I I rolled a two. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, Kenny. You just like slap a hug on this man. <laughs> well, right right now I'm just having grappled. But what right, I would so you have so. Just to make sure I understand. You used the chains of this armor to doff it and have it restrain him, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but it does require an action to do that. So yeah. what I would like to do is use my action surge uh-huh. and use the action from the action surge to restrain him completely with the armor. Okay. But I just more... use my armor. I effectively have an armor class of, I think... 12 now. Right. Alright, so go ahead. I'd do that. And no, 13. Sure. Isn't it 10 plus your depth? Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, you have an AC of 13 right now. Okay, uh, and then. I don't really have anything I can do on a bonus action that I want to do on a bonus action. Uh, so after he is completely restrained by the armor, uh, I would like to step back into the room we came from, uh, whip out my crossbow, and just like take aim. But obviously, I won't be able to take an attack. But I so do want you. You did all of that like diagonally, because bear in mind he's through a door threshold from you. Oh word. Um. So yeah, you sort of slink back into the center of the room and ready your weapon. Sweet. Um, I'm, I'm pretty happy that, with that turn. Yeah. It is the Rustdorf's turn, 
And he is going to, you know, he's standing there, restrained, covered in chain. And he is going to curse him Dwarvish. And what's he say? I understand Dwarvish. I know. He (laughs) says, I don't get paid enough for this stupid shit. And these (laughs) fools think that a rust dwarf mercenary would not be prepared. Oh, Uh, God. (laughs) You see him um, through the chain grab a plate on his thigh. And when he pulls it, his armor slides off of him as if it was oiled and he was also oiled. Oh. So he's standing there still with his weapon, but he has no armor anymore. Right. He did the same basically as you. You both ditched your armor. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're... It's a bigger deal that he lost his. Okay. That's fair. Because his AC was up there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess everybody getting naked in a brothel makes sense thematically, but, like, guys, we don't need to be so literal about it, but okay. I mean, I'm already mostly naked. This is fine. Yeah, you're a barbarian. You're fine. <laughs> Speaking of barbarian, the Rust Dwarf is going to unleash a series of blows on okay. Torin. Okay. So he swings his axe, his two-handed axe. We have a 17 and an 18 to hit. Neither hit. He oh. is going to in his anger, action surge, and do it again. Fuck. Bring it on. Never mind. Those were worse. <laughs> oh, nope. Oh, Just no. right on that new shield. Can you roll chat? No, I don't have to. <laughs> DMs get to hide. Yup. Uh... But yeah, with a just a series of slashes that with like blinding power and speed, but nothing finds true. Oh, yeah. I can I'm gonna I'm gonna be sore after this fight uh, later, but it didn't cause any permanent damage. Um that's gonna leave a mark, but that's a problem for future me. <laughs> so he stands there flabbergasted that he just swore he chopped down a tree and did nothing. Mm-hmm. But uh he does not give ground. Didn't think he would. Next up is a uh, Hanzi. Uh, well, first I would like to rage. Okay. Um, so now can you set the scene for me a little bit? He is blocking doorway, correct? Yeah. Let me, let me, do, let me, let me do a thing that I was thinking about doing a minute ago. Okay. I'm just going to mega size and zoom in here. And really beautiful thank you 
Isn't there a white knight? Shush. Ow. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Do... Almost done. I have to buy it. Just doing some last second hoodwits. Yeah, and time check. Yep, but we're getting we're gonna get through it. Okay. Unless hard nine's a hard. Mm-mm. No, nope. it's like ten is gonna be like the hard. Yeah, I same. Think okay. All right, so you guys are the maroon. Uh, like soft squares. Got it. Um, the brown squares are the doors. The pink one is the dwarf. The yellow circle and yellow star are the goblin and the living body shield. And then theoretically, the two green squares are the orcs. Got it. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, Can I just use my action to just barrel through the fucking door? Uh, Like trying to shove him with the door, basically. Well, the door's wide open. Oh, I misunderstood. uh, Yeah, so like Torrin started to open the door. The door hit the dwarf. The door ripped the door open and was like, we got company. Okay, well, then I'm just going to try and shove his ass out of the way. So my people can come in. Gotcha. Let my people through. <laughs> and shove basically works exactly like grapple yep. in 5e. Right. So it's another special attack you can use. So go ahead. Yep. My thing will... How do I do the thing again? There it is. Okay. Plus, what is my bonus? Yeah, no. Plus. Plus, damn it. Not minus. Fuck. Big fingers. What? Oh, it would help if I put both L's in the word roll. Yes. Or just to keep it separate, I'm trying to do it on my phone so Tyler can just do it on the computer. Oh my fucking god, this computer hates me. I rolled a nine. Hooray. So, uh, You sort of muscle past Torin, um, and uh, try and shove the um, Rustorf, mm-hmm. uh, and it uh, it it works. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're not going to talk about <laughs> roll battles. <laughs> Everybody's having a day. <laughs> Uh, so with with a shove attack, I think he gets pushed. What? How, how many feet? Five feet. Five feet. Okay. So he gets pushed in. You're now where he was. 
Got it. I, so now, I, I your teammates hold, can now file into the room at this point. Yeah, I will I hold the line there. I'm going to use my second attack uh, to... Oh. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and just make another shove attack against him to try and push him five more feet forward. Okay. That's better. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it was not necessary. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, when it's all said and done, you've pushed him into the center of the room and have completely opened the channel behind you. Good, good, good. Uh, and then... Yeah, I'll I'll strafe around him so that I am in between him and the door where the other two guards are, supposedly. Okay. And then that's that's it. That's my turn. Alright, so at the end of it, this is our situation. Yep. Next up, Torn. All right. Um, Is Torin big T and I'm little T? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By the nature of you being smaller. <laughs> My square's bigger. All right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and move into the room. Uh, and towards, you know, I don't know how far away exactly the... Well, uh, old man, maybe, old goblin is. The rooms are maybe like 20 by 20. They're not massive. Okay. Right. I, yeah, I didn't expect so much. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get, I guess I'll be on the other side from Mahanzi from the dwarf. Okay. Uh, and then I'm actually going to use my action to channel divinity and Torin's going to reach in deep. And just unleash a pure dragon's roar as I use frightening presence. Uh, so I need uh, the rust dwarf, the boss is dead, and then I don't think the owl reach because it's only within ten feet. So I'm pretty sure the uh, the two orcs outside the door are probably safe from it. Okay. And um, what's the DC? Uh, Fourteen wisdom saves. Okay. The Rustdorf um, passes, but the okay. goblin fails. Perfect. He is frightened of me for the next minute, which means he has disadvantage on, I believe, double check the condition. Pretty much anything towards you. Uh, yeah, ability checks and attack rolls. No, not towards me at all while I am his line of sight. As long as he can see me, he is ineffectual. Um, gotcha. And he cannot willingly move closer towards me. That's right. Oh, that was badass. Um, That's going to be helpful. At, at the end of each of his turns, he can attempt to save. Once gotcha. he saves, he is immune for the next 24 hours. All right. Good shit. All right. That's my show. Channel Divinity. And then... Hmm. 
And is that a bonus action or action? No, that is an action to, to do. I'm just looking to see if I want to... Uh, I will go ahead and bonus action... Actually, no, I'm going to hold that. Uh, oh, that'll be my turn. Okay. So, uh, at zero initiative, the two orcs, one comes right in. Them. What? All right, them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come in. To both rooms. One of them comes in to the room that you guys are in fighting, and the other one comes into the room that you left. So we have this situation now. The one behind Ahanzi is going to. Um, let's see, actually. Uh, Torin, um, mm-hmm. you see him come in. Ahanzi, make a perception check with disadvantage because we're in a fight. Do you have danger sense? Uh, I do have danger sense. That only applies when I can see it, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. I actually know who. <laughs> um, the orc is sneaking up behind her. Yeah. <sighs> How do I do disadvantage with the roll app? Thing. Uh, just roll, you know, nice. roll two d twenty, and then plus your bonus. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Two d twenty will mess yeah, that, that up. I can you. see the rolls and do the math. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, twenty one. All right. So twelve plus three, thirteen, uh, fifteen. Uh, okay, yep. so you don't hear the door open, um, but Torn, you do see the orc step in, uh, and he tries to shank Ahanzi from behind. Um, I'm pretty sure 19 lands. Actually, 19 is my AC. Okay, then you're good. Uh, <clears throat> um, the other orc comes in. And rushes Becky in a similar fashion. So, Becky, give me a perception check. At the roll of a perception check? Yep. Do I have advantage, disadvantage? None. No one way or the other. All right. You see the orc coming, so he doesn't get sneak attack on you. That's good. I would say so. Uh, But you have what? 13 AC? Yeah. yeah, He hits you anyway. (laughs) It's not. Listen, this is a lot less bad. (laughs) I got you. Sneak attack makes everything worse. I mean, you take six damage, but it was going to be probably a lot more. Oh, yeah. Got it. Uh, so yeah, he this this guy just rolls up on you and gives you a big old shank. Yeah, about that. Um, 
Do you have a reaction? Uh oh no no I was I was just sorry I realized now what it sounded like. Uh no okay. that, <laughs> I was making noise. Gotcha gotcha. Like ow I've been stabbed. <laughs> Owie Classic. that is. Uh, <laughs> Thistle you're up. This thing is worse when okay. it's stabbed. I'm to go like just in the doorway into the the gray room. Um, and I'm going to Witch Bolt at third level, uh, the goblin. Okay, so roll to hit with, uh, I believe, disadvantage, because he has total cover. Um, from the the girl? Yeah. Oh, if he's got total cover, you can't hit him with a ranged attack. Then it's... Mm. Three quarters? Because yeah. three quarters gives him a plus five to his AC, essentially. Oh, Makes him harder. Okay, I forgot that that's how they did that. Yeah, they do it that way, where it's like half is plus two, three quarters is plus five, but total cover is you can't see them, so that's you can't so target them with because, anything. That... Like that's one of the very, very few instances in fifth where like there's incremental bonuses like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's. I mean, it's a good system, I think, but it's like. One of the only ones that does something like that. Okay. Then, yeah, he has three quarters. What would you like me to roll? Just regular or... One regular to hit. Okay. Mm -hmm. He just has a higher AC because he's got the cover, and you're trying not to hit the girl. All right. Please, 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 please. 13? Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, And this was third level, so that is going to be 3d12. Does 29 damage to him. I love that you guys have still not hurt anybody but the goblin. The target? I mean, to be fair, we were under specific orders that we were only allowed to fuck up this one dude by the dogs. Conversely, we are also hired thugs. (laughs) So, if if the situation's reversed, they just had the wrong, they got hired by the wrong boss. (laughs) This is true. I have no intention of doing damage to anyone outside of the goblin. Yeah. All right, guys, your boss is dead, so why don't we give you money, and we'll just all go our separate ways. Fuck that. I'm well, not giving them money. <laughs> well, so, funny thing about that. Um, he's dead. Ah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I did it. I <laughs> into existence. I dabbed. Yeah, I mean, he is an old, frail, like, older goblin. Oh, no, goodness. not older, but, like, you know. This fight was supposed to be difficult because it was supposed to be hard to get to him, and you guys kind of like perfectly circumvented that. (laughs) Thank God for ancient brothel knowledge. It panned out. Big brain power. (laughs) And also sell memories to a hag for perfect knowledge. (laughs) Some of you did. So, uh, okay then. Um, He's dead. And I would like to heal the uh, uh, the poor woman who got stabbed. So, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So he drops to a sizzled crisp. Uh, she falls limply onto the bed that they were sort of perched on. Perched. Um, uh, perched is what I meant to say. Yes. No, no. Uh, you... It's okay. Uh, so he's dead. She's on the bed, unconscious. The Rustorf throws his axe onto the ground 
and says essentially "God damn it" in Dwarvish. Fair. I don't understand the word. I understand the sentiment. Yeah. I understand the word. I feel like buddy. Uh, if you, if you like that, sometimes my dude. <laughs> and let's see here. Before either of you, anyone notices, you just hear the doors close, and the orcs are gone. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, I'd get out too. I would like to heal the woman because I was waiting for my turn to do at least a healing word to get her back up. I mean, okay, you heal her. She's she's still unconscious. Okay, I want to go check on her. Okay, give me a medicine check. Okay. Uh, what is my medicine? Eh, it's not bad, but... Twelve? You discern that she has been poisoned. Okay. Right, perfect. I go up to her, I put my hand on her. I'll use five points of lay on hand to neutralize poison affecting the target. Okay. Nice. She wakes up and screams. Nope, it's all right. It's all right. It's all over. We got you. We got you. We got you. Um, She's like, I, do I don't know you. Thing. And she wisps away as like a, like a sort of like kind of what that furball did. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no. no. Wrong decision. Oh no. What the furball did? She no. teleported. Oh, uh, no. Bad choice. Uh, and she's gone. You, She's not in the room anymore. Uh, well, not much we can do about that. Hopefully she uh, didn't. Speak. Good. Oh, fuck. There's no way for me to stop her. Oh. It happens. Yeah. It's, ahead, we'll Becky. deal with the... No, 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 no. I, I was just saying, hopefully she didn't splinch. Mm, yes. Um, I'm going to turn to the rust dwarf and just say, hey, we were only here for him. He uh, has already drawn a small, like, Utility knife, like you don't perceive it as a weapon. Mm. Um, and by the time you say that and have like turned to him, he has sliced off a chunk of his beard and he just hands it mm. to you. He goes, Fine, just fucking take it. Yeah, I'll I, take it. No, I, I'm the one that was talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> I took his clothes off. Would I have any concept of what the fuck I just meant? Katie, the player does, but I don't know if Wasami would. Go ahead and give me a history check. Sure. I was going to say. I feel like Becky would. I, I feel like a Hanzi understands the sentiment, even if she doesn't know the exact reasoning behind sure. it. Uh, so I'll just kind of add it to my little belt pouch. 15. I have a few other little, like, animal trophies that I've kept. Okay. So, uh, Masami, you sort of, you've heard of this, but you've not seen it in person. It's essentially if a Rustwarf mercenary fails in his mission, um, he is honor bound to give up a part of his beard, um, to, uh, 
the one who negated his success. Okay. So him giving up part of his beard to your group is him saying the contract's over and I've been bested by you all. Yeah. This is me taking my own L. Right. Mm -hmm. And he walks over past the party. uh, I I suppose past the party in, in the gray room uh, over to his armor on the ground and like points at it and says, you with the fancy armor. I want my shit back. Um. Yeah, how do you undo that? Actually, I don't know if I. Um, I'm gonna do my best to help him get his shit back. Okay. Um, the moment you sort of command your armor to move, it falls flat. Oh, good. And unravels. (laughs) Swag. Um, the rust dwarf. With impressive speed and precision, redons his armor uh, and grabs his weapon and just looks at you all and says, Meh. <laughs> Better luck next time. For what it's worth, sorry it ended that way for you. He rolls his yeah. shoulders and says, eh, Five on one. <laughs> Slams the door. Can't, you can't prepare for the inability of the employer to buy the correct amount of backup. <laughs> Your backup stank. He spent a lot on that Drust Dwarf. <laughs> yeah, and those orcs were useless, so. He got shitty backup. They uh, weren't speak- supposed to be! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but it was great! We don't know that. <laughs> Look. Which is Sometimes... You plan and you actually succeed. And don't fuck everything up. Yep. I'm really worried about the girl who's missing, so I guess I'm gonna poke my head back into our original room and uh, try to talk to the doppelganger. I'm gonna go after the uh, dead guy's wallet. <laughs> the goblin? Yeah. I'm assuming we're probably taking the dead goblin body back with us? Yeah, but you have a, a You have a naked goblin corpse yeah, there's no wallet it's closed he was literally he was literally having sex when we attacked him i'm not examining his cavities for money i'm looking for his pile of clothes on the floor you that's see. fair so you find his nice attire but it <laughs> is devoid of any pockets or parcels or wallets or whatever uh Fuck. He was carrying only what he w- he was born with. Well, didn't he have some fancy rings and stuff? Yes. Yes, he does. He is still wearing them. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and, and awesome. grab his corpse. Yeah, I was gonna say, if I if I put a dead body in the jar, what happens? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, because there's no soul in it. I'm going to stuff them in the jar if it's all right. <laughs> as long as yeah, it's not going to be an insult to your ultra care. Because it's going to suck if they try. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Really yeah. Good way to protect the corpse. Yeah, you you put them in your soul jar. <laughs> I love that we were just, our plans are just stupid enough to work. <laughs> uh, now, as a side note, with the vessel being disturbed... 
you will not be able to use it for your racial abilities until yeah. it's emptied and clean. Yes, I I figured as much. <laughs> Cleaned thoroughly, I imagine. Oh yeah, ritualistically yes, even. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say ritualistically. I have to prepare it. Okay. Um, uh, all right, but yeah, <laughs> you guys are able to sort of shove and break a couple bones to do it, but you get him in there. <laughs> Dislocate this shoulder and pop this joint, and he's fine. <laughs> uh well, that was. Way quicker than I thought it would be. Uh, uh, Oh, I'm still naked. I mean, I mean, your armor's in the ground. Put it back on. (laughs) There's no one stopping you. Paid for an hour. I'm just saying. You know, for all of the disturbance, I think best we get out of here. I think we should leave. I think. I think we need to. I'm legitimately worried about the woman. Well, All right. We don't I, know where she went. There's not much we can do about that right now. Yeah, I, I was planning on going into the other room and telling the doppelganger, but I yeah. think we should tell like the the madame downstairs that like, hey, um, one of your employees left and may be experiencing a really bad time. Sorry. I don't know if we want to go to management. I think we. I, I think it's smarter to go to another employee and be like, yo, what the fuck? Or we could just so, leave a note. Because I was, so, I was, I was doing that anyways. I just haven't yeah. gotten to do it yet. So I assume you guys start to leave the premises. Yeah. yeah. So you guys get to hey. the bottom of the stairs and see a very well dressed and very upset looking woman who is assumedly the madam, mm-hmm. and next to her, almost filling the lobby room is a, about two dozen of the guard and the captain standing at the door, tapping her foot and saying, oh, did we interrupt something? And that's Only what we're going to end things tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as always, right. I've been your host on Dungeon Master Kenny. I hope you all enjoyed another night of the Rappy campaign with our warlock. Uh, Elise playing Thistle. Our barbarian. A Hanzi playing by Noah. Our cleric. Masami played by Katie. Our paladin fighter. Torin played by James. And our fighter. Becky played by Tyler. Thank you all for joining us. Have a nice night. Good night. Hey. Good night. Yeah.